Here we go. You're listening to Rumination Thursday on Law and Gospel on this September the 30th in the year of our Lord 2021. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and with me is my good friend, Pastor Wes Reimnitz. Hi, Wes. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, and I understand you came up with quite an interesting subject for this week, something about the new governor in New York. How did that come about that we have a new governor? Well, the old governor was asked to resign, and he resigned. He was uh, under investigation for alleged sexual abuse with some of his workers. Oh, okay. So he resigned, and this Kathy Hochul, I think that's how you pronounce it, she became the governor because she was next in line. Uh, what was the item that caught your attention? Well, yeah, what, what caught my attention is she tells a mega church uh, here recently on September 26th that the COVID vaccine is God's answer to, to prayers. And she she is uh, indicating that, uh, that somehow is God's answer, and we should we should as Christians take the vaccine. Uh, yes, in her talk, she urged people to come her to become her apostles by encouraging others to get their shots. She said, "We are not through this pandemic. I wish we were, but I prayed a lot to God during this time, and you know what?" God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us, and we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And then she wanted the audience to become her apostles. Right. I mean, we wouldn't have any problems with the fact that, that God sends to us scientists, doctors, and researchers to aid in in the healing of mankind, would we? No. uh, Talk a little bit about what happened when polio was rampant. Uh, Yeah, I was a a youngster, and then what was it? Jonas Salk came up with a cure for, for polio, and they gave out polio vaccines. And I can distinctly remember... You know, as a child, going down to to the local school so that we could take our our either a polio shot or 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 an oral vaccine, and there were several several little shots that we took. We didn't question whether government said you got to or don't got to. We we did it because uh, it was something that would. Uh, keep us from from getting polio, which was so rampant back in the 50s. Yes. Now, the controversy has occurred that some Christian medical workers reject the governor's claim the vaccine is God's answer to prayer. Now, when you first read that, you're wondering, what's wrong with these people? Uh, A vaccine is helpful. It's helped with a number of diseases. 
Why should we not consider it be an answer to prayer? And what was their specific reason? Um, because in the research to come up with the vaccine, some companies use aborted uh, fetal, fetus cells in their development of the vaccine, and therefore they say you shouldn't be using it. Yes, it's really a moral issue for some Christians. But as we know, not all the vaccinations for this uh, came that way. Uh, can you talk about that a bit? Well, when I first heard about it, I, I took some time to try and do some research on it. And I found that Pfizer used to use aborted fetus cells in their research, but uh, quit back in the 90s or two, early 2000s and went with a modified gen gen genetic engineered cells that they no longer needed to be aborted to do their research. Moderna, I, I still don't know quite enough on, but Johnson & Johnson does and has said that it uses supported fetus cells. And there's other types of vaccines across the world that are out there that use aborted fetus cells. So, you know, you kind of have to do your research to find out which ones do and don't. Yeah, there's two points of view against the vaccines. There's one who don't want to use it if uh, abortions were part of the process. The other group are those who think that getting a vaccine is a freedom of choice, and therefore a government shouldn't insist that you have a vaccine. But she's really insisting on it, ready to fire many, many medical workers if they are working in a hospital and don't get the vaccine. And they think that yeah. that's overkill. Yeah, that, that well, definitely is an overkill. But you know, they also, you, you look at Europe, and if you travel over there, you got to carry your vaccine, vaccinated card to get in, get on planes, or to to get into certain buildings, or to to do any travel in there. And it is seen as just a way of life to to help keep people vaccinated and away from the the, the thing altogether. So I'm not sure why sometimes. Uh, it's it's a right of being told what to do. Yes. Now, what we want to look at, and this is something I had asked you, this new governor, she says this is God's will, this is an answer to prayer. So you get the idea that she's praying to the God who is very good, etc., and that her answers to prayer are from the true God. But then we take a look at her stands on certain issues. And where does this so-called Christian woman stand on abortion? Well, well, first of all, to back up a second, she calls herself a Catholic. So she calls herself a Roman Catholic Christian. But uh, she puts out that she's pro-choice, but the uh, pro-abortion forces are supporting her on this. Yes. So she... 
Yeah, there's a group oh, yeah. called NARAL, uh, pro-choice, and she says, once in Congress, I will fight alongside NARAL to ensure women have access to safe and adequate health services without any interference from the federal government. Now, the only difference between what she says and Hitler says is Hitler used the federal government to insist that Jews be put to death. She's insisting that baby Jews in the womb still be allowed to be put to death. And therefore, her idea that she's ensuring women to safe and adequate health services, obviously, she doesn't consider babies in the womb who are female to be in that particular category. And as I understand it, the uh, her, her church body that she claims to be a part of, the Roman Catholic Church, that uh, they consider the baby in the womb to be a, a live person, a live baby, and not just a thing. Well, certainly Elizabeth did when Mary came to her house and she was pregnant with Jesus for just a few hours. And Elizabeth said, you know, the mother of my Lord, you know, has come to visit me. And she's referring to Mary. So they certainly thought that Elizabeth, who had John the Baptist in her womb for six months, had a real person. And Mary had a real person having been conceived by the Holy Spirit just recently. Yeah. Now, as I as I see it, she says pro-choice, and I put down pro-abortion. Is there yes. a difference in the, 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 the distinctions? Is she, by saying pro-choice, she's not necessarily for abortion, but the right to choose? No. She says very clearly that being endorsed by the National Association, you know, to keep abortion laws going. And she says, I'm ready for this. Uh, after Governor Cuomo's resignation, because he was fooling around with women. And here's what she quotes. I will fight alongside narrow pro-choice New York. So when she's talking about pro-choice, she means that a woman should have the choice to murder the baby within her. And she's not going back on that at all. Mm, excellent point. You know, it brings up the question, you know, with uh, where do companies get these aborted fetus cells, ones that are using them in their research? But Planned Parenthood, isn't it not? Yes, uh, there were some folks who, well, are under some kind of uh, laws that they were able to find out that Planned Parenthood was actually selling baby parts, etc. Mm. And so she's not only for abortion, but being a Democrat uh, in New York, she's also for LGBTQ rights and supports same-sex marriage 
as well as prohibits sexual identity discrimination in schools. Well, what does that mean, sexual identity discrimination? As I understand it, it is if a uh, child comes in and says, even though I, I appear to be a, a uh, male, I'm really a female, and you got to address me as that, or so forth, or vice versa. Or I'm transgender, I'm both male and female, and you need to recognize that. Yes. In other words, she had come from a somewhat conservative area in New York and had more conservative views until she got into the big city, New York, and became, well, whatever her uh, designation was, Lieutenant Governor, I believe, uh, behind Cuomo, and began to change her views. Like in 2012, the National Association of Rifles, they actually backed her. But then when running for uh, re-election, she is now in 2019 back New York's red flag law, which went into effect. And it was trying to prevent people from buying firearms under certain conditions. You know what I, I put down is who is Kathy Holschel? And the question I, I answered it by is, what does it take to get elected? That's about right. In fact, she even mentions that early in my career as a county clerk, I had taken a position which has now evolved, and that evolution coincides with the evolution of many people. So we not only have the doctrine of evolution destroying true science, but we now have people evolving from their position. So you cannot really, from her point of view, believe a politician what they say in 2012, because by 2019, they'll reverse their position like the president of the United States, Barack Obama, did with gay marriage. He uh, was at one time opposed to it. Only a male and female should be married. But soon thereafter, he changed his view. So this is a real problem with politicians, many of them, is that they really change their view in light of what their constituents want and you made the good point in order to be reelected. Yeah, and you know that's why I took a look at those two articles. Her talking to a mega church as God's answer, and yet on the other hand, you got Christian medical workers saying, "Whoa, wait a minute, we're filing a case, uh, a lawsuit with the uh, with the, with the state to, to stop this, which is there's a stay of." Uh, until this gets solved between September 20th and October 12th. So it hasn't been resolved yet in the, in the courts. But she has a mandate that more than 600,000 workers in public and private hospitals were to receive their first dose of the vaccine 
by midnight Monday to continue working on Tuesday. So she's trying to beat out what the court law is going to say. And religious liberty advocate group, the Thomas More Society, in their lawsuit, the group argues that Governor Kathy Hochul, is, who is also supposedly Catholic, is disrespecting and bullying medical workers with her so-called sincerely held beliefs against the COVID-19 vaccine. Even though she says it's a gift from God, she totally ignores God's will in regard to homosexuality, abortion, and other moral issues. Uh, you want to muddy the water some more? Go ahead. The Pope endorses getting vaccinated, and, and, the Va- and the Vatican has now said that any workers coming in have to be vaccinated or test negative for COVID. So, and if they refuse to do either one, they're not to be paid anymore. Yes, there's no doubt that this Pope has made statements that also she is pretending to be a religious person. He's pretending to be a medical person. And that's not the vocation of either one of them. I think that's an excellent description. Never never had thought about it that way, but that's about right. She's trying to be religious and he's trying to take medical science on. Yes. I mean, we talked about this when we were talking about church signs yesterday, there was a church sign that said, well, Jesus had two fathers and he turned out well. And I made the point that that's ridiculous because the other father he had was God the father. Nobody has God the father and their own father in the same way because Jesus was also sinless. In fact, if you want to use Jesus as an example, then I made the point you could put up a sign. Well, Jesus was born out of wedlock, and that turned out well. Yeah, I, the other one that I liked was sin and Jesus, sin bad and Jesus good. You, 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 you made a distinction about that too, did you not? Yes, it gives the impression that as long as you're a sinner, in the eyes of God, you are bad. But if you start to do good works, like Jesus did, then you are good. And if that isn't a fabrication of the Bible, talking about salvation by works, I don't know what is. And that's the point I was making. When you look at church signs, read them. And the first question should be, is it law or is it gospel? And if it's conditional, it's definitely law. If it's unconditional, there's a possibility it might be the gospel. Yeah, the other the other thing that came to mind was Ephesians 2, for by grace you have been saved to faith. It's not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that anyone may boast. 
For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand, and that we should walk in them. So, you know, we are saved by faith, and it's, it's the works that follow, not cause our salvation. Yeah, justification is when God declares you to be righteous, like he did Abraham and many other people as they came to faith given by the Holy Spirit. The good works are part of sanctification, which is a result of justification, which means that no one who is an unbeliever can ever do a good work in God's eyes. That is a fruit of the Holy Spirit because they don't believe in Jesus Christ. They don't have faith Mm -hmm. and therefore Every work they do is out of self-interest rather than out of interest of Jesus. So the question I got is, what advice do we give to those that want to be vaccinated or don't want to be vaccinated? Yeah, the church hasn't come down as she has, saying that all these vaccines are gifts from God. No, people can make a decision in this area. And if there were people in my congregation who refused to be vaccinated, in her view, they should be disciplined and excommunicated because they are sinning. I'm not of that nature yet. I, I would encourage people to be vaccinated with the proper vaccine because I have, and it is a good thing that you don't get the disease. But if someone has a Christian thinking that, no, I will not take the vaccine if it came from abortion techniques, I'm not going to argue with them on that, but I would encourage them to therefore take a vaccine that you said doesn't come about uh, due to the vaccine with abortions, but through another method. Uh, I would agree with you. And to that, I would add, you know, I've supported those that that uh, choose not to be vaccinated. I, I understand their reasons, whether they feel that they're being forced to as a government mandate or aborted uh, fetus cells being used. And I think I I would agree with you that we need to do further research to see if we can use only those vaccines that that are not used in abortion. And also, you know, that we can find ways to to talk about uh, whether it's a mandate or or advice. Yes. And, And so the government needs to be careful in talking about religion, especially from a liberal woman who is for abortion, for homosexuality, and many other terrible immoralities. And therefore, when she speaks, pretending that God is on her side on any issue, you really got to stop and realize that the God she's praying to, first of all, is the devil not Jesus Christ. And that's why she thinks she's getting the answers 
that she's getting and hoping to get, particularly in the area of abortion and homosexuality. Well said. That I had come, kind of come to that conclusion. Absence and all that discussion was about Jesus as our Savior, the Savior of all mankind. Well, she can't say that because she's allowing the murder of mankind in the womb. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. so she's going to be running for governor, and probably in New York she probably would get elected because of their liberality but it shows once more how the church needs to be about the business of helping people to realize that what is going on in this country today is contrary to the will of God, especially as it is being spoken of by elected officials, many of them. I agree. That's why we'd encourage people to become an elected official but one with integrity. Integrity, Well, thank you so much, Wes, for being on the air today with us. Look forward to next week. Tomorrow is Open Mic Friday. You may have a question about what we spoke of today. Send a letter to us, an email, and we'll respond to it. I'm Tom Baker, along with Wes Reimnitz. God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check payable to Concordia Mission Society and mail it to Tom Baker, P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri, 63132. To give online, visit lawandgospel101.com or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.